Hi kids, welcome back to Kids at Home after a bit of a break. My name is Catherine and a little known fact about me is that I love eating frozen grapes. I'm not too sure what other food tastes good frozen. I'm not sure if you can think of one or two. But if you haven't ever tried frozen grapes, I would highly recommend them. Um, you just got to be prepared for a bit of tooth freeze. Now, mm, as well as eating frozen grapes, we're going to be learning from the book of Isaiah over the next two weeks. Now we find Isaiah in the Old Testament, sort of halfway through, almost halfway through your Bible. And the prophet Isaiah lived and prophesied in Judah about 700 years before Jesus was born. Now, I love Isaiah, so I'm really excited to be doing this with you. But before we start reading what Isaiah has to say, let's pray together. Father, thank you that we can still be together again on Kids at Home. And thank you that even though we're not with each other at church this morning, we can be certain that you are with us and we can still learn from the Bible about you. Please help us this morning as we learn about you from the Old Testament, and please help me as I teach. Amen. Now, the main reason that I'm eating frozen grapes in front of you is because today we're going to be talking about a certain vineyard where you grow grapes. And we're going to look at everything that the owner of this vineyard did to protect it, to grow it, and to help it to bear fruit. Well, grapes. Now, let's think a little bit first about what a plant needs to grow. I don't have a whole vineyard for us to look at, unfortunately, but I do have some pot plants. Here we go. Now, these pot plants came with a whole lot of instructions about how to look after them well, so the instructions told me how much sunlight that they need because different plants need different amounts of sun and how much water it likes and also what kind of good soil um, it's going to give it all of the nutrients it needs. What else can you think of that a plant might need to grow well? Sometimes we can do things to protect our plants from hail or from frost or from strong winds. And because I love my pot plants, I will follow the instructions and I'll do everything that I can to help them to grow. Now we're going to look at Isaiah 5 verse 1 to 7, which is a parable. It's like a story about a vineyard. Now Isaiah 5 verse 1 says that there was a vineyard on a hillside with good soil. It had started off as rocky ground, but the owner had dug it up and he'd gotten rid of all the rocks and the stones and he plowed it and he planted the best grapevines possible. He'd even put a hedge and a watchtower and these were there to help protect it. And he built a wine press to squash all the grapes. So they were going to squash all the grapes when they were ready because he was expecting a lot of fruit. 
But after doing all of this work, which I'm sure took ages, and then waiting for the grapevines to grow, the fruit that came out was really bad. Now imagine you've done all of that work and all you get is small, wrinkly, sour grapes. Have you ever, have you ever accidentally eaten a grape like this? It's not nice at all. Now, what would you do if you were that owner and the vines only produced bad fruit? What if this is what happened year after year after year, even though you'd done everything possible to make them grow well? That's the question that the owner asks in this parable. He says, what more could have been done for my vineyard than I have done for it? So he's done everything possible to help the vines produce good fruit, but all he got were bad grapes. So, the owner removed the protection, and we can't blame him for doing that. And once he'd removed all the protection, the vineyard became useless and empty and a wasteland once again. Now, Isaiah tells us that this parable is actually about the Israelites. You see, just like the owner had done everything he could for his vineyard, God had rescued his people out of slavery in Egypt and he brought them to the promised land. He'd also protected them from their enemies. And guys, the promised land was amazing. God had given them good houses, good fields, food, everything they needed to be happy. But even after God had done all of this for Israel, they still rejected him as their king. They didn't give him thanks and they didn't obey him. Instead, they disobeyed his laws and they acted in terrible ways. The opposite of what they were supposed to be doing as his people. Now, what do you think God should do about this? Should he be like the vineyard owner? Should he take away their protection? That's actually what God promised to do. He said he was going to take away all the good things that he'd given them. And he sent Isaiah to warn them about this great danger. Now, when the Israelites heard this message, how do you think they should have responded to this promise of punishment from God? Well, they should have said sorry. They should have said thank you for all the good things God had done for them and for who he was. They should have listened and obeyed him and worshipped him. But they didn't. Now, Let's think about ourselves for a moment, because this parable isn't only about the Israelites. God has been so kind and so loving to us. Think about all the good things he's made and all that he provides for us every day. Like sun, rain, food, air, friendships. The very least we should do is to thank God for his many good gifts and to worship him as the only true and living God. Now, how do you feel when maybe you've saved up your money to buy someone a gift and when you give it to them, they don't say thank you? What if they stomped all over your gift and shouted at you? 
What if they completely ignored you? That's kind of how people have treated God. So some people shake their fists in God's face and say they don't want him as king. Others ignore him and pretend he doesn't exist. That's what the Israelites did. And that's what people, including me and you, can do as well. And if we do that, it makes sense and it's right that God eventually takes those good things away because he's the one who gave them in the first place. God is right to judge us if we do that. It's our choices, it's our sin, it's our bad fruit that's the problem. And can I tell you something? There's nothing we can do about it. We can't make ourselves better. Just like a bad, wrinkly, sour grape can't decide one day that it's going to become a beautiful, fresh, ripe grape. We can't change ourselves. Thankfully, even though there's nothing we can do, God has done something for us, which we are going to learn a lot more about next week. But this problem that we have is why Jesus had to come, why he had to live a perfect life that none of us could live, and also why he had to die and rise again, and it's why he sent the Holy Spirit. Now, if you're watching this video with someone else, I'd like you to, in just a moment, to pause the video and to talk a little bit about these two questions. If you are on your own, you can think about it or you can talk to yourself. But have a little think and a little talk about, firstly, how are some of the ways that we haven't treated God in the way he deserves to be treated? And then, what do you think is the right way for us to respond when we haven't treated God properly? So pause the video and talk about that just for a little bit. Okay, so I'm going to pray for us now, and I'm going to say sorry for how I and how we haven't treated God how we should. And you can please pray along with me and say that you're also sorry. Then we're also going to say thank you for all the good things that God has done for us and given to us, especially that he made a way for us to be saved from the punishment we deserve. We're going to say thank you for making a way that we can bear good fruit, which is because of Jesus. Then I'm going to ask him to please help us because we need his help from the Holy Spirit to do all of this. Let's pray. Dear God, we are so sorry that we haven't treated you the way we should, just like the Israelites didn't. And we're sorry that we've tried to do things our own way and to be the ruler of our own lives. Please will you forgive us. Thank you that we can ask for your forgiveness. And thank you that you sent Jesus to take the punishment that we deserve. Thank you that if we trust in him, we can be certain that we are forgiven. And then we can bear good fruit and live lives that please you. Please will you help us to do this by your Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, it's been so good to have you with us this week. And next we're going, to, we're going to be looking at Isaiah again, and we're going to have some really good news that God promised. So I'll see you then. Bye.